Um, first of all, hello and welcome everyone to Ponytails Podcast episode 94 with Oliver and Merka Reynas uh, coming in from Estonia. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah, it's, it's really exciting to have um, not only our first Estonians on the show, but a couple that um, I actually, I hosted Oliver a few summers ago back in Omaha, Nebraska, when you were selling books in my, my hometown. So um, it's cool. I'm technically your host dad. <laughs> yeah, and you're so, my, yeah, you're my US dad, you know. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And you're also one of our sponsors. Um, so we're excited to, you know, get to that further down the road and uh, talk about what you're, you're doing there in Estonia. But uh, let me make sure that you're sharing our broadcast here on Facebook. I was into that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So uh, tell everybody how how how's life in Estonia today? Uh, so how's the life? I mean, overall it's pretty good. But you know, the crazy thing is, right? I guess like people are having lots of this pressure because you don't know what's gonna happen. Ukraine thing is like uh, 15 hours of car drive, you know, away from us. So it's yeah. pretty close. And uh, even the, um, I mean, yeah, like uh, who knows what the Putin thinks and uh, what's going to happen next. Because we are, you know, exactly on the border with the Russia also. So. Yeah. yeah so we're neighbors. Yeah. It's definitely so, yeah. a unique time in history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's. Unique is even like too good word to say like this. Like I would say it's like <laughs> it's it's one of the scariest time in history right now for us. Like probably. Yeah, and I have like um, from my you know base in southwestern people under me. I have around like you know ten people who are mm -hmm. Ukrainians, and yeah. yes, so you know. And uh, it's like you feel that it's very close to you because you hear the stories from them. How is it with their family and everything? So, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And crazy, unique, all these words you could put to it. Um, you know, my my prayers and uh, hopes go to the people in Eastern Europe and Ukraine in particular. It's definitely not something that we want to be living through at this time. You know, World War Three is something that people just kind of make jokes about. But uh you know, we can, yeah. we definitely want peace. We definitely want to um, kind of stand for all things that push against oppression. I don't, I don't know how else to phrase it. I'm not here to, to make a stand on this podcast to, to mm -hmm. say anything, but, uh, you know, we hope peace and safety for those affected right now. So, yeah. And I mean, you always, you know, try to think positively, but the thing is that the last two years, you know, working together with Southwestern, you know, it's been, you know, pretty bad for Europeans because, because of the corona, we couldn't go to USA. Mm -hmm. And finally, you know, the restrictions went away and the embassies are open and kind of able to go and, you know, apply for visas. But now, you know, you're again thinking that there's some big, you know, like uh, terrible things coming and you start having this feeling again that, okay, what happens next? Is this, is there really some things again why, you know, we can't do it? Yeah. So, it is, it is always a question of what happens next, right? And um, hearing about Oliver's experience, um, staying in touch with you over Corona, um, it was really interesting to hear how everybody in Estonia had to just kind of stay put uh, for a year, that first uh, 2020 instead of coming to sell books in America that summer. 
Um, so we'll, we'll definitely dive into like a lot of really interesting topics that we haven't been able to talk with anybody else on the air. So um, again, thank you for, for joining us. And for those tuning in, um, as we kind of introduce um, Oliver and Mirka and let them tell their stories, um, let's talk real quick about our sponsors. So big thanks to our friend at Elevate Wellness. Uh, Seth and Zane uh, both sold this past summer and absolutely crushed it from the force organization. Some Nebraska friends that uh, are helping us, uh, Andres and I, just get, up, get on our fitness grind. Um, so if you're someone like myself who like needs to have things spelled out, needs to have like when, when you're going to the gym, you don't know what equipment to lift or how to isolate proper muscles or to have the proper diet. That's all of what they do. And so I meet um, weekly with, with Seth or Zane to talk about what I'm eating, to talk about how I'm actually doing the workouts in the gym. And it's been really, really helpful to, to actually get results that I hadn't really gotten before. I had a messed up shoulder and I'm already getting a lot more mobility and, um, you know, a chance to talk about what I've grown my health. So yeah, there we go. That's uh, Seth and Zane at Elevate Wellness. Elevate your life mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, the other sponsor to bring up here is Nick Warner with Aptiv, who is looking to hire on people. So we've got a career opportunity starting as early as this next month and uh, April right after that. So Nick Warner, um, he's a, a former bookman who's uh, selling pest control with Aptiv now. Um, they set reps up with full housing and apartments for the summer. And then um, the way that they actually do their sale is a very quick cycle for high volume. Um, they literally have like a, a 15 to 20 minute at the door, like at most sales cycle. So it's common for top producers to have like 15 to 20 in a day, um, which is awesome because they, they earn a ton of money, uh, regular six figure earners, and um, they do incredible work with charity to, to really give back with the success that they've had. So um, Nick is a great leader, good friend of mine. And if you're looking for work this summer, we'll, we'll help you get in touch with him. Um, next, we've got Will Metcher, who helps people suck less. Um, for those who are following me on Instagram, um, you might have seen me post a story where Will was in Gainesville yesterday, and I was able to hang out with my Southwestern consulting coach and talk about life. So Will, um, he's really good at helping people have structure and perspective around everything that they're doing from their career, um, relationships, spirituality, any, any major pillar in your life that it just helps to get input on because you know you don't you don't know your own weaknesses um, and you also don't have the same levels of accountability. At least I don't have the same level of accountability without having someone like Will or back in the day, like shout out to Yvette Keister Morehouse, um, who's an excellent DSL and was able to help me kind of stay on top of my schedule with clarity on my visions and plans. But actually, right so. Um, Will's been helping me really put structure to my goals so that, um, you know, I'm actually making progress. So if, if you're looking to make an impact uh, like it. Will is doing, um, like you were able to at one time as a recruiter for Southwestern, or if you're doing that right now, um, Will is looking to hire coaches. So uh, they're, they're breaking records in their own right, and they're growing every single year. And we're excited to have Will as one of our sponsors. So. Yeah. That's our first batch of sponsors. Let's let's hop into y'all's story now. Um, who wants to go first? I would say ladies first, right? So, mm -hmm. Merka, 
tell us about this this uh the the person you were before someone was like hey what are you doing this summer and do you want to go to america and you know all this stuff about commission and books door to door so tell us about who you were uh you mean before my first summer right yeah and then how did you get into it yeah um so uh well like when i think about like sales job like this i never ever did something like this i was uh, from uh, a very small place it's like i guess in my i can say it's like a village there's like i don't know three four hundred people living <laughs> and uh, after graduating I uh, went to um, our capital, Tallinn, uh, to study electrical engineering. So, no way. I, yeah, <laughs> so I was very good at in, like in math, chemistry, physics, all these that kind of uh, type of stuff. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and so I wanted to go and study something really difficult, and uh, and I thought that that's you know at this point I thought that you know it's something can make can make a good money with and. Uh, I really don't didn't have like anybody in my in my um, family who uh, who did like business or like being like entrepreneur. So it wasn't like something very like familiar to me because I mean why I mentioned that is that in southwestern it's kind of what we do, right? And um, and so I was thinking I'm kind of you know just go to work somewhere and get normal salary and you know that in Estonia that's how my life will be. <laughs> but right. then I went to university uh, first year. I actually was invited to info session to like a presentation to you know hear about this program. I did go because I'm always open to everything. Right. And uh, then uh, but I I didn't apply. <laughs> I there even wasn't really like some big reason why not to, but next year when I got the call actually from the same person, uh, then I saw this name and I was okay already. I knew that this year I'm gonna go. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, even though during the summer I did, you know, being in Estonia, I didn't think about it at all. So this call was kind of surprise call again, but then I know that I'm gonna go, but um. But yeah, and then I then I did. But like how even you know somebody got my contact that uh, uh, in high school I have the Germany teacher, and uh, her son was like three years older than me, so he already was in university. He got my contact, and you know that's he kind of invited me here, and he's still in a business also, Davi Ilmer. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I think I know Tavi. Is that is that right, Oliver? Uh, maybe I, I'm not sure. Uh, you know what? He knows the Tavi Kasik. I know you know the Tavi Kasik. Yeah. I know he's a young one. Younger one. Tavi, more on that that connection later. But okay, yeah. so you uh, you went to school for electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. um, love it. My degrees in sustainable energy. A lot of uh, electrical work there. Um, mm. When you were faced with like hey don't think i'm gonna do this the first year and then it was like okay it's it's a really good option you know get to travel get to build those skills and that network mm -hmm. um what was kind of like the the biggest shock culturally speaking uh when you actually like made it over to america um what was that whole experience like um there's many things but i really <laughs> remember the first like thing that was weird to me is that uh, i guess we went to walmart to our first weekly shopping you know for food mm 
Yeah. And uh, then, uh, you know, in Estonia, when you buy some cherries or, you know, milk, yogurt, whatever, you always like look the date on it because, you know, even the next day it can be already, you know, old. Right. And uh, then I took this yogurt and I'm looking the date. It was like in the beginning of the tune, right? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> looking at these numbers, okay, first thing they're backwards, so it's even yes. hard to understand <laughs> because our date is different. So I was trying right. to figure out like what is the date there, and then uh, I remember it was like zero nine twenty fourth. I'm like, yeah. in, in, the, in US, you don't have to look the first two numbers. You have to just look the, first, like, no, the last number. Yeah, right? you know, yes, but the thing was that I'm like, no, it can't be, right? Ninth, it's like September. Wait, we're in June. So where's the right, correct date? And I'm like, okay. Actually, then I figured that it actually lasts for three months. I'm like, you yeah. know, it never happens in Estonia. So we have lots of these preservatives and stuff in there. Yeah, so many preservatives in American yeah. food, for better so and for worse. So. Yeah, so that was a big, uh, big surprise to me. But actually, and and then in the same Walmart, the next surprise was that everything is sold in so big packages. Like really, if you want in Estonia, we can get like milk. You know, it's like even this bottle. Mm -hmm. But in Estonia, within the USA, it's so big that like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So how American, right? That's, yeah. Uh, that's that's interesting. What was it like that first sales school? Um, cause I, I've never been to a European sales school. I, I know what American sales school is like, right. But, uh, I'm, I'm always curious. Um, it's probably the, the same or at least as similar as possible, but, um, I'd love to just like sit on, on, like on an Estonian sales school one day and see what's different. Um, how would you describe it? We don't know if it's different because we haven't been in the US, <laughs> US one, right? <laughs> but right. I guess, you know what? Uh, I guess the one thing is that um, Estonians, we are known as, you know, being very like poker face and shy and never clapping, never yelling, you know, very <laughs> like um, boring people, <laughs> no emotions. But um, I think one uh, like uh, emotion that I got from like sales school, even though the you know the hall was full of Estonians, that everybody started acting like uh, U.S. people, <laughs> that they were full of you know energy, like screaming, like woo, like you know doing this. So it was uh, uh, like you instantly feel that it's so like different, and it gives you something like you know these emotions and motivation and everything. And I think uh, that actually the my first um, kind of uh, one thing that I really like that uh, we have a lot of U.S. speakers and uh, I have attended different seminars and meetings in Estonia, but the vibe is different because, you know, the emotions and the way <laughs> that Americans talk and present something, <laughs> it's like a different word. So you can really feel it and uh, and it's really kind of, I, I like it. And even right now when we're looking, you know, mostly we follow the again estonian tv channels and everything and every time i put it on cnn i'm just laughing because <laughs> you know the way they describe like some fact and how it's described in estonian like media it's different that's yeah. really funny okay. estonians only tell facts on yeah. tv but like u.s people they're like they're like uh, they take the pictures. Yeah, they, they, you, you can see the picture, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Very opinionated. Everybody has yeah. to tell something about, you know, this fact is this way, but, it, you know, this is why I think this is important. Yeah. 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 On, on a big, so I big felt thing. it was very American, actually, the sales school. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Because uh, 
Um, I, I recently watched America Suvi, right? The, mm -hmm. the American Summer. For those who don't know about the Estonian book movie, um, there's like a whole feature length film that was created by, who, who are some of the people that made that? Do you know? Uh, you mean the, some of the people who did it? Yeah. Do you know? Some of the... Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, you mean who were acting or? Um, who like helped film it? So Andres, Andres Martin was helping actually. So it's, uh, he is one of the DSLs right now or, or, oh. or actually directors of yeah. the, uh, in Southwestern. Yeah, but mostly uh, they were like uh, alumni who right. who uh, who put it all together. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a really great great movie for those of you have who have not seen it. It's hilarious. Um, but you know what? In like in Estonia it's have over the years, it's been giving us a hard time while, you know, putting teams really? together because, yeah, the people, you know, who haven't sold books and they've seen the movie, they think, you know, that's, you know, one one. that's the, what it is. The so movie takes, <laughs> takes all the, like, you know, craziest things. It takes all these war stories together and uh, and then the, like, potential firsters is going to come and ask, like, so that's how it's going to be, right? Yeah. No, this is like... <laughs> or people who actually sell comics, you know, but I think one of the biggest, like, greatest thing about Southwestern is actually the product that we sell because it gives so much value and it's not some, like, random comics book or vacuum yeah. cleaner. So, yeah, but th people think that we're selling comic books. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's interesting because uh, I was wondering if it helped or, or hurt and it sounds like you have to, like, battle some misconceptions now. But mm -hmm. um, I, I love the movie and uh, I was actually recommended to watch it again from Will Metcher, our coach, because um, he watched it recently. It's just like this celebration of sorts of like all the craziness of the book field, which is kind of like what our podcast is. Right. Um, of course, we, we don't, you know, have some crazy story of a manager who's like messing with his sleep cycle so that he can sell more books. Um, there's lots of really crazy things that happen in that movie that um are obviously like you never want to do on the book field but it was it was good entertainment but uh yeah, yeah. the the culture shock and you know seeing people from estonia in america and then seeing the americans reacting to them um mm -hmm. that must have been really interesting so where did you sell Merca that first summer uh new mexico first uh, uh city was albuquerque <laughs> really my mom lived yeah. in santa fe for like eight years so i love new mm. mexico the land oh, of yeah. enchantment, right? <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> how, how was that first summer? Uh, so actually, first summer is the summer that was a good summer. <laughs> because yeah. although I had many, like, you know, issues there as well. But, uh, you know, the next summers have been way more harder because of different um, things that happened during the summer. But mm. uh, I was a top first year. So um, uh, that was good. But... Um, uh, if I think, yeah, I was uh, stopped first, worked there, got the car. <laughs> but uh, I think, yeah, when like this uh, cultural difference, then uh, that was like one. I mean, it's still this thing that I really love about America, but wherever you go, you feel so welcoming. And yeah. uh, even like in, you know, when we arrived to USA uh, in a hotel or wherever we were, you know, you're in an elevator. With people mm -hmm. and it first was funny you know they start to talk to you like you know oh or you're in a 
in a Walmart and in a line and they're like, oh, you're buying this little like shirt. Oh, that's so cute, you know. And it's so you know, it's like, you know, when you are in, it really, there's people can wait like 50 minutes in like, you know, doctor's waiting room, whatever. They never even look at each other. So, you know, this very like um, welcoming and warm uh, feeling that I really liked. And, and also, you know, when I, you know, start knocking the doors in Albuquerque, <laughs> then, uh, I mean, it was a big city. So it wasn't yeah. that people were, you know, when I compared to my later like to, uh, areas that I've been working, of course, they're like not super extra friendly, but sure. I mean, you know, nobody were, was mad or anything. So yeah, it Albuquerque was... is a very relaxed environment. Sometimes. In, yeah, in Estonia, it's basically like this: that if uh, if you go to the, go to the elevator with some someone who is strange, then you're gonna like you're trying to do some like small talk, you know, like uh, like hey, how are you or something. They, they're gonna just watch you, like like turn around, uh -huh. you know, <laughs> like really take your phone or anything like it. Oh, yeah. Man. So uh, when yeah. I come to Estonia, I can only hang out with book people if I want to feel with their friends. Uh, yeah, or book, so yeah, book people are different. That, that was actually for for me. It was like first the impression of US when we worked to, went to like Walmart, and mm -hmm. uh, then you are like searching for something, and then somebody is asking from you like, "Hey, do you know like where is like where where is milk or something?" You know, mm -hmm. like whoa. That's how you look at me. Everybody are friends. Yeah, or people, yeah, they are not afraid to ask stuff, you know, but yeah, yeah. so it's, it's different. And um, with the summer as well, of course, in the beginning, it was hard because, you know, it was super hot weather. Uh, I've never yeah. been into that kind of, uh, you know, hot climate. And then uh, bicycling and um, my OL was the first time OL, so they didn't do very, <laughs> you know, it's oh, it's okay, no. but it didn't do a very good job with this, you know, this, um, um, how do you call it? You know, hates and how, how, mountain, how many mountains and everything there is. Yeah. So in the morning, it was downhill, really awesome. But in the evening, it was like oh, <laughs> 45 minutes, like uphill. Oh, wow. so, First weeks, my like legs were really, really, really hurting, but um, I did like it because I was been doing sports, so I kind of felt that actually it's good. <laughs> good workout, yeah, every day, yeah. finishing the day strong, right? <laughs> yes, but but then I after a couple of weeks, there was an issue with my legs. So I went to doctor, and then it was clear that I can't really walk and run that much anymore. So that's where I got my first car for five hundred dollars. Red Toyota. It was nice. It served me whole summer. Even the next summer, I rented it out. It was a good car. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Yeah. I, I think one one of the thing what first is usually like see in uh, US as well is this uh, or what is the difference is like uh, the warmth, like the temp temperature. Temperature. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like in Estonia, mm -hmm. it's like uh, it's definitely not so warm during the summer, and that it's it's gonna hit you. Yeah, at least like in Georgia, like everybody that, got yeah. yeah, everybody gets a sunburnt and, uh, yeah. and yeah, and even with the cars as well. For me, it was so like surprising that like okay, this car five hundred dollars and and yeah. later years I have had first years who just come at home in the evening and I hear it. There's like boom, 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 and look in front of the window. They come with the car like okay, from here did you get it? And they're like, you know, there's some family who gave it to me. I can just use it for the rest of the summer, you know, without That's paying so awesome. anything. And that's funny that, you know, you go in, you know, you know, you're working and you see the houses and you're like, they have four or five cars in mm -hmm. front of one house in Estonia. It's like one family has one car and this yeah. is like, a, I don't know, some golden egg or something. Because yeah, the, difference is, yeah, the difference is that in the US, you know, the cars are like, you know, you can even, you know, drive around that there's a lot of like 
I don't know, like uh, different really bad dents and like, you know, it's broken. You can still drive with it in Estonia. Yeah. You can't at all. Yeah, in Estonia, it's basically like this, that if anything, Even anything little is like wrong, then you're already like, you can't drive it. Yeah, you're you a premium. Embarrassed. Yeah. embarrassed if you're driving out with a dinged up car, right? Yeah. Okay. So lots of differences, right? So uh, tell us, Oliver, about how you got into the business. Who recruited oh. you? Yeah, I, I was uh, I was in military like uh, yeah. before. Yeah, before the before coming to in South Estonia, Western. it's mandatory. Yeah, in Estonia, right. it's mandatory to go to like for a year just to have to serve. Uh, right now, we can see it's like maybe we have to even. <laughs> it's useful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, like yeah. I was uh, in military and then I already like uh, got the place uh, in forestry in university. Yeah, so it's uh, how it's called. Like it was, it's uh, uh, science of, uh, no, 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 University of Life Science or that's how they're oh, calling it. Cool. Uh, so I, I studied forestry, but I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> Almost there, right? Are you going to finish it? Let's see if, if, it, if it's the right? <laughs> like if us people don't know but in estonia most of the kids or students we don't have to pay anything uh like if you go to college so it's free for us so government government is gonna pay for That's it helpful. yeah it is but i mean uh, everybody can't get in if it's like yeah. if you get in then it's for free but uh yeah if you don't Not get everybody. in yeah we kind of like it's it's easier to get the scholarship shall we say like this yeah so, uh, but anyways, yeah. And then, uh, then my first year in in college, then kind of uh, it was in Tartu. It's the second biggest capital, or city. capital city in uh, in Estonia. Then, uh, then I was thinking like, what what I should do because I I kind of knew that I'm not gonna earn money with forestry or I'm not gonna like work for I don't know Estonian government or something like this. I knew that uh, there is money in forestry because half of the Estonia is actually covered by forests. Yeah. That's a fun yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, then I, I was like trying to find myself a place basically where I should like uh, earn money and then my my go really good friend uh, Kertsoitu who sold like books uh, three I guess it was three years uh, as well uh, he he actually invited me and uh, and I am Kertsoitu's mentor yeah yeah there you <laughs> yeah. go yeah so Kert uh, invited me and then uh, I was like yeah, obviously I haven't uh, traveled a lot. Uh, like my, like my, I guess my most far place I went is like Sweden or something like this. So, so very close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really close to Estonia. Uh, and then I was excited. Uh, I, actually, it's it was fun because I have like a twin brother myself as well, and uh, I was studying in uh, Tartu. I did not know that you have you you have a twin brother. You just yeah, yeah. He's, he's totally different. They don't okay. look yeah, similar don't, at all. Yeah. But uh, I have a twin brother. So I was studying in Tartu. So it's like uh, it's like uh, hundred twenty miles from uh, capital city. And my twin brother was studying there. And then our home or our parents' home is like in the middle of uh, on the way, cities. basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then we went to home uh, on Saturday, and we were talking that that uh, I was telling that that hey, you know what I'm gonna do this summer? I'm not gonna work like with you uh, like with forest stuff or anything but i will go to us and then uh and my dream brother his name is silver silver told me that hey what 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 the heck you're gonna do there i was i'm gonna sell books 
Then she told me too. What the heck? So our first summer was actually together in one organization and under America. Yeah. So I was organizational leader, and you were first years there, and we were in short. Yeah, I had like pretty, I had like pretty bad preparation for summer because my like first year in forestry was like really hard. So I had to be in for like I had to be in forest like for I don't know like four weeks or all. So so basically in the springtime when we did our preparation preparation and you know practicing safe cycle and everything, he was just missing because he had to be with the school there like in a forest for many many weeks and he couldn't come. I was still thinking that it's gonna be my future. So like I was like putting focus there <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah i first summer i only sold like eight eight hundred units or something like this so it yeah. was not so successful but at least for me it was the most like important summer in my life so far yeah i but, mean you yeah. got to meet someone special along the way right yeah I mean. <laughs> so yeah uh, but yeah then we went to summer i remember my first day in uh, in uh, georgia i was selling in dalton so dustin hillis is uh, from dalton i guess I remember something like this. But yeah. this was later. At first, you were sell- we were in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, near like suburbs. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> but I was, I was really like, I'm really like kind of extrovert, like, and yeah. uh, I was really egoistic. Is it right to say? Mm. Yeah. So I was really you were just, ego. Uh, you so know, we were just, I, I was just uh, confident. That, yeah, I was <laughs> overconfident, and I was thinking yeah. like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna sell everybody. But my first mm-hmm. day actually was really good. Uh, I was selling like even like I guess fifty. 50 units it was like really first day we went to, yeah we did two hours like feet it was wet. feet wet or how they called uh we just yeah and, and you uh, sold the college entrance advantage yeah, I got, or something else. yeah i got two clients with two hours and, and then, you got the bike yeah and i got the free bike as well for, <laughs> from somebody and then uh it's like it's it's so easy it's, i was calling to america he was like a, a manager like n- like the nearest manager for me and i was like oh my god two hours like 50 clients tomorrow it's 50 gonna units. 50 units sorry uh like tomorrow it's gonna be like like probably like 100 plus units and stuff like this but i ended up like uh selling on this week i ended up selling only dude these two clients and uh <laughs> that was a lucky start very yeah. lucky start after a week, it was not so easy anymore. Or it it, it went pretty crazy. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I got everything uh, because I'm so charming. You know, I got like per- mm-hmm. bike on the first two hours, and, <laughs> and I got actually I got my first uh, car with first week or yeah, first very two quickly, weeks, really quickly. Yeah, I had like Nissan Sentra '96. And you got a lot of the seed. You know, there's a lot of rappers. Remember, you got the CD tapes. A lot yeah, of yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Georgia, the, I love it. Yeah, and to get like 50 Bibles, and you got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, when I was when I was selling like on the first, uh, I don't know how to say. Are they like super urbans or actually they were like really poor subdivisions? Subdivisions, really poor Mexican subdivisions, mm-hmm. uh, mostly. Yeah, and uh, I like. You speak uh, Spanish. <laughs> no, but I didn't, I didn't know. Libros para niños, yeah. educación muy I didn't importante. know anything about uh, selling books, you know. I didn't know anything about selling books. I was just uh, knocking, and then I was like, uh, they are really friendly, at least, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, if you're lucky, then like uh, you know the like thought like sons or daughters or like you know children are talking English, and then then yeah. you're like. You know, but you know, he was asking, like, did you speak Spanish? You know, how could you sell? But I mean, you didn't speak English either. So, yeah, my... <laughs> so it was a surprise, anyways, that I was gonna go and sell these books. <laughs> so, that's why Merke actually sent me like on a poor, 
uh, area because uh, because these people are more friendly. Like if I would uh, say like these rich doctors in Georgia, then uh, they would probably like uh, yeah. like yeah, I will I will end up on like jail or something like this. <laughs> That's no, so actually, yeah, it was sec. It, maybe it was like my my first week or something when like the uh, la- it was like the last day of the week and then I was calling Merke that you know I'm with the bicycle too too long way from home can you come and get me from there pick or something up, yeah, yeah pick up pick up and then I was <gasps> I yeah yeah and then I was like uh, walking there like it was totally dark already and then Merke is arriving with polices <laughs> together, together. <laughs> at and, the same time actually uh, <laughs> and then one uh, one guy like uh, run ran out of the house and like he was like screaming these I, it was like really how i say like a rope uh, very bad words yeah really bad words <laughs> <laughs> and then america was telling something bad like back and then police told that don't listen him and uh, the police yeah. gave to us uh, and came to me and don't listen he's a jerk you know do uh, whatever you do even didn't have a permit or something i think but the police was totally on our side and then we backed your car we went away and then we were like i'm looking the map and then police even came back to us again you know scrolled down the window and told that you know you can continue don't worry don't worry so uh, i love us police it's like yeah. totally different from uh, european police as well really? they're always helping whatever Mm. it's awesome actually. I, I have like always when 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 it was my first or second summer i like i still don't know how to talk english so like i'm i'm still trying but <laughs> but uh but anyways like in first two summers i was always like when police stopped me i was like playing a fool basically like because it was the easiest way how to like uh you know get away with get away with get, anything you know mm-hmm. i was like hey how are you like they, they were like hey where are you from because they kind of understood already the accent is not from us <laughs> then, I had like I guess like uh, ten pictures, but like ten selfies with polices, uh, like during. Yeah. yeah, and my first summer, I actually counted that uh, I was um, uh, pulled over by police like uh, twenty-four times, but I, but I didn't get ticket at all, like zero. Yeah. I've I never ended it. I'm speeding and doing your but I never got the ticket because like I'm from Europe. I didn't know, you know, because the speeding. I'm like, yeah, you know, you have these miles, but we have kilometers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but if they would know really the difference, then if I'm like speeding already too much with the, the miles, then in kilometers, it's <laughs> even way more, you yeah, know, yeah. actually. So it's not like yeah. logical. So but it's, yeah. it's so funny that on the first first summer, I don't know if it's the same with the US, uh, like this book, uh, bookmans, but first summer, you, you can't get any tickets because, you know, everybody are so friendly with you and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But when you start selling, you're going to you, you start earning money. Then you're going to get all the tickets. Uh, like, I don't know why, why it, I got like my I got the ticket like for a five hundred dollars, like a ticket from speeding and uh, i was like what the? it was yeah. crazy like, i mean yeah over the years you are more you know your english is better you're more confident uh, you have better cars and you know they're not yeah maybe it's a rental cars that's why you get like yeah. uh... they don't take pity on you right yeah. <laughs> when you get better yeah I, in my four summers i've probably like been pulled over had confrontations with the police maybe like five times or so mm. so it's really interesting because the reason why you get the cops on you is probably because people are like really sketched out by the european accent they don't know what's going on they have so many questions mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's yeah. really interesting yeah Where- and because of traffic and actually first summer mostly for me it was because of my car really? 
yeah because oh, there was such a broken down yeah. car all that yeah yeah and actually yeah the car i had like you know the rear lights they were like working you know the lights were on but it was just that it wasn't really like um you know it didn't stick to the nest where it should be oh, and no. when i you know there was a bump or something then it just <laughs> fall off from there in a trunk and you know then it didn't like show and it was a big problem yeah, yeah. Or actually there uh once like three days before i finished i know last day of my uh, last summer, first summer, basically the last day, then uh, in the evening when I was driving home, there was police stopped me and told that, hey, you have this, this, that come, like in, the, there was some, I don't know, day off from there for them, and then I need to go and next week show that I have fixed it, but we already went away from that, you know, because the summer was over, and then uh, I didn't go to show it that I have fixed it, and then four years later, when when we were in Georgia, yeah, Merke then was, Merke but, was trying to get that. We actually actually we we, we keep the story for later, <laughs> but okay. then was a big problem four years four years later because of this rare light. But yeah, <laughs> all right, we'll we'll ask about that later. It's a Good funny stuff. funny story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, real quick, where where else did you sell after Albuquerque, and then so, we can talk about like. You know, if uh, you mean uh, where, when, where I was selling or where America was selling? Uh, America, where were you after New Mexico? So, yeah, uh, so my after my uh, so my second summer, I was in Texas, okay. uh, west, uh, the west part of no, is it cool. west? yeah, west part of the Texas, so the Lubbock and Midland, and mm -hmm. you know, all those, and then very third, empty. it's very yeah. empty there. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, uh, third summer I was in uh, North Dakota. Also very empty. <laughs> yeah, very empty. <laughs> this is actually, yeah, I was my this was uh, my first time being go well, hmm. and my third summer, and this is also like oh, this would say a pretty tough summer because uh, first time go well, and then my first uh, Saturday we were selling books uh, for a week. Uh, I was on a street, it was like 12 o'clock during that, or not 12, but you have, yeah, actually have 12 or so, <laughs> like uh, a.m. p.m. But then uh, I got uh, hit by a truck. I was standing and waiting to go over the street, and then I had the reap uh, broken, and uh, I had to carry, like, ask me whole summer, and it was it was crazy, yeah. So, wow, was, yeah, <laughs> first time OL getting hit by a truck, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> So, yeah, I got to go to a hospital and, and so, yeah. But, you know, the thing is that you can't really fix it or something, but you have to just, you know, be calm and wait. But what's the kind of uh, our job to go and run around, right? So it was uh, hard because the second summer was easier because I, I mean, I had um, actually I had the knee surgery three weeks before my second summer. So that was really bad. But then, uh, like after one month or so, I uh, ran to a house and then it grass there was a hole and i didn't see it and i fall into and i got my leg broken so Ooh. i had uh, how is it a clutch or you know the on the boot on your end you like oh no you have to use the clutches you know they'll go around so yeah. but you know it was fixed at least but then fourth summer after <laughs> north Dakota summer we were together in georgia already yeah yeah and yeah, and that's the story that we'll talk to talk about later from that Georgia summer. Yes. But, uh, did you sell together the the summers after that as well? 
one was separately my fifth summer and his second summer i was in nebraska and you yeah. were i'm gonna you can tell yeah and I then can. my then i was then last the sixth and seventh it was they were you know five fifth and sixth they were both in nebraska and mm. then after that the COVID came and uh, we are in estonia mm. <laughs> yeah so, yeah, so yeah. i was selling in georgia uh like in the different areas in georgia uh talton and uh, like suburbs of uh, atlanta and mm -hmm. it, it was really fun as well I, I guess the first summer is like always the best summer, like most yeah, memorable. Yeah, 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 exactly. Then the second summer was uh, where it was in uh, oh, in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was in Minnesota. We we were selling little bit in Minnesota and little bit in uh, what is what is the uh, what is the state on the side of that? It's, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, Wisconsin, exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then uh, <laughs> it was half. Uh, it was like a half summer in Wisconsin and Minnesota and. Yeah. Yeah. But and then there's like this big city, Minneapolis, and what is Tulut? We are Tulut. Still, yeah, we are selling it. Yeah. And half summer was there, and the other half was actually in Missouri. Ah. Yeah, we ran out of turf. And... Yeah, we ran out wow. of turf. Then I actually met our coolest uh, host, uh, Eric, like Eric, 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 and uh, Jessica. Yeah, yeah okay, covered so areas. Like we are, yeah. So we are like right now chatting with them like all the time as well, and they're yeah, like, yeah. He, he commented on our our live stream here. That's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Eric. <laughs> so so we are we are actually they were like we were thinking that they maybe they're gonna come to Estonia when we had like uh like when we were we were marrying, but mm -hmm. the Corona hit. Them. Yeah, when we had a wedding, then they couldn't come like couldn't last May. Yeah. But now we are trying to find the time and uh, go to US again and meet them as well. Maybe you as well. <laughs> have a have a US wedding. Why not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, this was my second summer, and then uh, I had like my best friend with together with me, and we we were living with Eric and Jessica. And then the third summer was in Nebraska, and it was together with the Merka. Yeah. So and after that, and in, in Nebraska, I was living with uh, with Andres and uh, Danny Gamboa mom. And Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> so and that Nick. was yeah. yeah no nick with nick i was living oh yeah in nebraska as well yeah yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. Go on. yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> do you still have this place nope <laughs> yeah i have like you know it was like uh, now i can tell about it but uh, like it was like this that uh, uh, it was like our first days when we were living together with you i yeah. guess Two yeah weeks. Two weeks, yeah, and it was really funny. I was like always coming back to your apartment. You know, we had like uh, like you had different friends with you all the time. You know, <laughs> we're like coming, <laughs> we were coming to the apartment, and Tavi is asking me. So there's another guy again here. There's another girl. There's. A... <laughs> He's young, right? Yeah. Anyways, so. yeah, it was awesome. It what was, was awesome. it like selling in Nebraska? For both of you compared to other places i actually liked uh, nebraska yeah it was uh, i i think i really like uh, starting started loving it when we got out of the omaha because it's yeah. too big you know yeah to sell the books and uh, when we got to, when we went to uh, live with uh, andres mom mm -hmm. and uh, I, I was actually then uh, like uh, we were living in what 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 is, what is the city what is the Grand city? Island? Yeah, Grand Island. Island. Yeah. Yep. So we were living there, but I was usually driving like an hour and a half, like something like this. Small. With to the smaller uh, towns, and I I really like this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. to work like, Smaller yeah. communities. I think I uh, 
like uh, the first time it was a little bit thing is that you know in my base or group we always have like had like i mean for us uh groups it's these are not big orgs but you know for european the term big org it's different but we always have had like i don't know like 16 17 up to 20 people in organization a lot of times you know europeans do like less than 10 people orgs you know so this is good but um you know so i felt that um being you know well in nebraska i mean of course it was kind of the climate was great i like that you know it's so good time zone because it's like um it doesn't get dark very fast you know so it's uh good work like late hours and i like the weather and everything but um when I'm thinking about that, the logistics and all that, then it's, uh, you know, more difficult because, you know, it's so spread out. And a lot of the times, you know, there's these good cities, but it's enough for one person, you know, to work there. And yeah. And so like since you all have had like a lot of first years and not so many like experienced managers and then, you know, they need the car, but, you know, don't have enough money. <laughs> so, you know, it's hard to kind of, you know, work all the areas like very effectively and so that wise it wasn't like super comfortable uh, comfortable state so i would prefer to be there with a smaller organization not like 17 of them because if you think the scots bluff it's like so far away you couldn't do really sunday meetings together and uh, and you definitely need a car because you know there's a lot of uh, country area mm, absolutely but i guess the craziest city i was selling was actually minneapolis Ah. Because yeah, so there was like we were sell, selling in, like really in insight in in in, in Minneapolis. So not the metropole, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. So we like every, there's there was like every day there was like shooting and stuff. So it was uh, for us it was like different. I guess Americans they're used to it that, but for us my my like uh, best friend came uh, came home and told like I just saw how somebody like break in somebody's car. Should yeah. I should we call, call police or something? <laughs> so. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I guess the, uh, I uh, I like the you know the first summers I just felt that there was like you know this area was kind of easier or or maybe even I I think a lot of about this org stuff because for me like being in a southwestern. I, that's what I really like love, you know, the recruiting and coaching and, you know, this part, of course I love everything, but I mean, we always have like something that's really favorite for us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so like over the years, I am been definitely like, you know, being super successful in this part. I mean, I, I haven't been like uh, in sales. I haven't been like, you know, some top producer or have some like great, you know, results. So it's like, you know, very kind of, average <laughs> but uh, but uh, like uh, I with yeah with the base and everything it's been pretty good and I became a, a sales leader in my third summer and after that it was like you know OFL, ASL, FSL then no going to USA so still waiting for yeah. the ESL yeah. year so but uh, so yeah I'm always like thinking more about how uh, how the org would work in the turf yeah. Uh, if I like the city to sell in. <laughs> oh yeah, working turf and, and organizing turf and going through all of the consideration of like what's the economics, how how close are the people, where can we house people? Yeah. Um, that's a full time job for sure. Yes. So that that's cool. Tell tell us real quick how you you know what you think your um, big thing was in building your your base and becoming a sales leader um, before we transition into uh, talks about how the, the past few years have been, but tell us how you, you built your organization. So actually like, um, you know what? Um, 
for me, it's been always like this in life that I knew that, uh, you know, I want to be successful and I want to make good money. But, you know, when I went to university, I really didn't know how I'm going to do it or what I'm going to do in life. I just went to study something. But then when, you know, I came to Southwestern, then one thing was that I saw that there's like, you know, so many people who really have, you know, in, even in Estonia, who have, you know, made it, this thing for many years and they have like, uh, uh, they have financial freedom and they have very cool lifestyle and comfortable life and they really make money. And, um, you know, in life, if you think about like, there's with a lot of things there, they have like some kind of talent, why they are super successful or, you know, they have some, I don't know what good right. things that and everything they have but i like about selfishness that there's so many people who have achieved it so it kind of gave me belief that i mean it's not only one or two people who are you know rich and successful you know here but there's good many yeah. yeah and then then uh, after like uh, my first summer um, i started recruiting and uh, i remember that uh, i i think by the christmas i had five uh, team members in my team and then uh, I remember that um, you know I went to GRS I paid myself to go there because you know I didn't for us it's kind of you can win okay we have different systems <laughs> but anyways right. there was like this European meeting and then people were uh, called to stage but there was like sales leaders and they had like this that uh, everybody who had five or more people there was like this money uh, pot that yep. was yeah yep. that they have and there was like five i don't know three or five thousand dollars or something and it was divided by the people and there were not many people and you know what i didn't get this money i had that you know i had to uh, really? fill the requirements but just i wasn't an sl and i was like holy shit you know i want to be an sl because if i'm doing these things anyways i want to get money for that so mm. and then i was like really you know uh, committed to uh, become an SL and uh, and then I think that's one of the things that really has helped me you know to build the base very well and and so fast is uh, my own commitment because and it's funny because a lot of times I have people coming to me and asking okay America how do I recruit these people how do you coach your managers to do this and how this and this and a lot of times I'm just thinking because I know this person and I'm like Whatever I say, it doesn't even matter because I know this person mindset because, you know, they are, you know, when they talk about something, I don't know if I should do this or maybe I should do this or, you know, they're not committed. Yeah. And they're like somewhere, you know, there. But for me, it's been always like vision that, you know, I'll become a DSL and uh, I talk about it and not only to promote it, of course, because of that as well, but it just comes like automatically. And, yeah. you know, if people like, you know, see that what is my direction, what I believe in. And so it's easy for them to uh, to follow. And, uh, and I guess this is like maybe one of the things like why... Why people, it's yeah, easier to recruit than I mean, and recruiting, like it is easy. I love recruiting because <laughs> I mean, this is really like best thing the young people can do. Like mm -hmm. if I'm if I'm looking like you know the uh, in Estonia, like students, there's actually it's pretty sad to see that a lot of times uh, young people have this kind of mindset that okay, now I'm in university and my life is done. I'm gonna graduate. Then I will get the good job and, you know, life is great. But it's not that easy because, you know, in Estonia, when you have uh, like this diploma and you go to work, you don't get much money. I mean, it's okay. You can live with it. 
but it's not like comfortable life. And yeah. you need to do so many more things to build yourself up and, you know, to become successful in, in whatever field. And so I really see that, you know, these things that we learn in Southwestern, these are exactly the things that, you know, if people are good in those, you can become successful in whatever you do. But these are things that are not taught in university at all. You know, money management and, you know, motivating and uh, time managing and, and you know, how to solve problems and, you know, talking to different people, organizing, even like uh, this, um, how to present something and, you know, public speaking, all those things. I mean, if you want to be a leader somewhere or kind of, you know, own some business, you have to know those things. You can study like uh, like construction or, you know, be an architect. But if you want to be successful in this field, you yeah. don't. This diploma will not help you. So for me, it's been like so obvious that, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to be successful. They have to do this program. And, you know, so I love to recruit. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. You're, yeah. you're able to talk about it with such passion. <laughs> you're sold already, right? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So Oliver, you probably saw some of that when you were in the interview process um, working with Mirka's group, right? I am. Yep. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I was all actually all, also like almost SL. Like, uh, yeah. it's, yeah. we had like in Estonia, we had like uh, others saying, because I was like, uh, I was like, uh, SL in preparation or something like yeah. this. Slick. Yeah. So. And it was because of the corona, Because of the Corona, it was like, uh, kind of messed up. I had like 15 people and 14 people in my base as well. Already. Yeah. You had really good base and you had really good and excited people. Yeah. Who also I had, had to, we had to, I kind of had to like uh, figure other things uh up because you know uh, corona came and then uh, i understood that okay uh, merke is gonna still learn money because the, he had had she had had like enough big base uh, yeah. she's gonna earn anyways but uh, i understood that i'm not gonna earn anymore and so i had to figure out the other company in estonia other stuff actually yeah i mean oliver did really well in southwestern with the recruiting and base wise as well but just because of the corona hit he felt that you know for a family we need to generate more incomes than you know re rely on one <laughs> so that's how yeah. the redesign game yeah. <laughs> yeah i had like like three different companies in estonia so the last one is redesign right now mm -hmm. yeah well, let's uh, let's chat about that in just a second. Yeah, sure. um, first, we'll we'll talk about our next batch of sponsors, and then we'll we'll get going with the rest of that. But uh, if y'all know one of our favorite sponsors, um, we've got a really cool um, thing with Patrick Real Estate, or sorry, Patrick Roach from Southwestern Real Estate. Um, so if you love or are interested in real estate, um, if you're a fan of HGTV. Um, and you love all of the healthy aspects of the Southwestern culture, uh, what Patrick Roach has uh, constructed is they operate in like 14 different states across the nation, and they're looking for the right person to maybe open a new market or fit right into a current market that they're in and enjoy flexible hours. Um, you know, what's really cool about the Southwestern uh, real estate lifestyle is that you're able to prioritize what matters most. Uh, while being you know, flexible and having credible income, um, while also having great mentors to remove barriers to entry. So if you're looking for a foot into the insurance, I'm sorry, the real estate world, um, we'll be able to, to get you an interview with Patrick Roach. Um, he's a joy to just be one of our sponsors and work with him regularly. And I have no doubt that if you, you work with him, you'll, you'll find some really cool things too. So the other thing 
that uh, we want to promote right now is our DJ friends, uh, Martine and Lucas. So uh, Martine and Lucas also just finished up selling books this past summer. Um, Martine's an awesome sales leader for the University of Utah and his right-hand man, Lucas. Um, they decided that they would do a little side hustle of being disc jockeys. So not only are they jockeys for the Ponytails podcast, but they're putting together some great music. Um, they played at the Freddy's um, a, a month or so ago and were able to be the first live DJs uh, to play at the Freddy's, which is cool. Um, they also recently did Andres's wedding in Portland. Um, and so the, the raving reviews that they have is that they're really good at knowing whatever type of music you're looking for, for whatever type of event, they've got a playlist for it and they're ready to, to party with you. Um, they also have really reliable, um, deliverable results because they're book people who have integrity and uh, they also slide in at a cheaper cost than your typical DJ for like a wedding or some big event. Those can be like two to three thousand dollars. Uh, with them, it's you know just under a thousand uh, with travel included. Um, so you'd have to help out with that. But um, that's what's really cool about what they've got going on is they're already doing really well. And uh, shout out to them. Uh, let's get you in touch if you're you're trying to plan a, a nice event. So yeah, let's talk about life after Southwestern. I know that Merca, you're still leading people over there and um, helping out with the Estonian efforts with E1 Prodigy, right? Yeah. Uh, but let's let's kind of talk about this whole 2020 pandemic, how it affected the Estonian group. I know that there's still probably a lot of like changes that haven't gone back yet. Um, it sounds like nobody from Estonia really sold books this past summer. Is that right? Not nobody, but just a few people. Yeah, like uh, it's um, so 2020, there yeah. were really nobody. But uh, 2021, so last year, there were like um, so there's. Um, many managers, like mentors, basically, who have had visa before. So uh, they went, I don't know the exact numbers, but, you know, many. And they had a really great uh, summer. But uh, there still were some people who went to UK to do it. And then some even SLs. And so did I, like, stayed in Estonia as well. Because so before 2020, uh, the summer, I think I had, like, what it was now, I think, maybe 80, 90, 80 people in a base. Wow. Uh, but most, of, but there were like seven people or eight or so who, who can who could uh, go to sell books because we had had visa before, and the rest yeah. of them had to do like home country. So uh, I stayed uh, home country, you know, to uh, to be here and did home country sales. Yeah. Yeah. So it was actually it, uh, like the Corona times. It was like uh, kind of uh, you know bad times if you're like thinking about the Corona and virus stuff. But actually, as far we're talking about like uh, expanding the like uh, southwestern uh, like European part. Business actually, wise. yeah, business wise, it was really good because uh, because like all the TSLs they figured out that okay, uh, like most of the firsters they can't go to sell books in America so we have to figure out something in Estonia and actually like mo like I guess it was like more than 150 or even 200 uh, Estonians did like uh, door to door sales in Estonia wow. nobody actually imagined doing that before that <laughs> yeah. yeah because in so, Estonia you know it's and, not something people and do actually it was like really 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 successful as well like if you're talking about like uh, like uh, like that uh, in Estonian people, firsters have to sell like uh, thousand and two hundred units uh, to get the Sizzler. Uh, it is like this in US, but so many like uh, Estonian salespeople who were like selling in Estonia, they actually hit it in Estonia. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 
So it, it was actually successful, and because of that, we have actually like Estonia, like Europe, Europe uh, one went like no Europe one uh, like the southwestern part actually uh, invented a new uh, company, Europe One Ventures, that has wow. like now more than five uh, different uh, like kind of sales, uh, different sales jobs that people yeah. can do. Like mm-hmm. during the winter time, during the school time, or if they're alumni, they can start like doing stuff in Estonia as well. So it's, it it actually helped. Yeah. So it kind wow. of a little bit make them thinking uh-huh. about like, you know, what else to do that during mm-hmm. the, let's say that, you know, the summertime in US, but the rest of the year, you know, when we're pre- preparing the people or they just, you know, need to generate some extra money. So why they should go and work somewhere mm-hmm. else where, you know, we can still work mm-hmm. with our group. And now so there's many things they provide. Now it's like a daughter company of uh, Southwestern uh, advantage of like American Southwestern and, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it works well, I guess. Yeah. Like, That's really uh, cool. Yeah, Dustin Hills and uh, others got the first company in Estonia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you won Ventures is what that's called? Yeah. yeah. Europe won Ventures. Yeah. Europe won. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. that's really cool that, uh, you know, when you think about like necessity is the mother of all invention, right? Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, of course, is like, y'all didn't have a need to stay in Estonia until you were told to stay in Estonia. Right. And so of course Mm -hmm. that helped you figure all this stuff out. So, um, is that something that's like a permanent fixture in the the Southwestern family of companies is Europe one ventures and, you know, having a a way for people to do, do business at home in Estonia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really oh, cool. like we design is contracted with them as well, so uh, we we got like people from there as well. And I w- I would say like this that uh, that even if the corona was really bad, I would never uh, like I would never like want uh, that it wouldn't happen, you know. I would like because uh, <laughs> it kind of changed my like life again, and you know everything happened. Mine too. <laughs> Every, everything happened with happens with the reason, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's no regrets or anything, you know. Yeah, that's true. So it, everything is okay. But just for me, I mean, it was really the people. I had in my base and the, the not only the quantity because of course I had almost like 100 people you know from Estonia and Poland and Ukraine and everywhere mm-hmm. but also I think that the, the still the managers that we had back at this time and the older managers and all the first years and preparation we did it would be crazy good summer like I still see uh, nightmares and mirrors about it you know that's yeah. but, but like uh, yeah the thing is that uh, you know from that point of course like we still you know next year we still recruited really well but right now the situation is that uh, you know when there's like two years uh, not going abroad and doing it then a lot of the managers and are in this kind of age where they really need to you know have like something you know kind of strong stable and think about the future so they just kind of started doing some you know some things like this one here yeah about the nightmare <laughs> about the nightmares uh like about the, like selling books you know when we were like back in america over two or three years two years uh, like in september uh 91 uh two, like 2021 now this, this like fall. A, half a year ago and then uh, it was my first uh, time in america basically like After, with, yeah. without selling books or not selling books mm-hmm. and even like even uh, we are not selling books like we were driving to neighbor neighborhoods, it was like I was like looking at doors and I was like scared. It was like, <laughs> holy moly, do I have to 
knock, no, no, you don't have to knock, you know, you don't have to knock. <laughs> because, not because like, you know, you know, like uh, it was, it was like, you know, scary or anything, but it was just, you were work, working so hard and it was like, uh, yeah, it was like 900. Yeah, for, and mostly for us, when you go to US, it's all about hard work, right? So mm-hmm. it kind of brings back those memories. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, yes. for you, you are there every day, right? <laughs> but when yeah. we do see these uh, American houses, and then it's different. We only have three, like we only have memories about, like you know, selling probably in in US. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, book mares, book nightmares, and like all the all the memories and visions that just come pouring forth. Mm-hmm. My first summer, like after that, was ridiculous. I I couldn't go to bed without eventually thinking about the summer and like some rejection <laughs> that I had. And like some crazy mom, but like it was always like a triumphant story of like, yeah, and then I persisted and kept knocking doors. And I have I have never had like any nightmares about it, but uh, like like I said, only the thing you have to like think about it, or if you have to like really like sometimes you know like you are in the spot that you know maybe you should go and sell again for like for for example for me like maybe I should go and then then like some friends coming back from the summer and they're talking about like all the Story. emotions and stuff and then you're gonna remember you're gonna get this pressure even if it's actually good pressure because you're out of comfort zone and so on but then you're gonna still like think that holy holy moly okay not not anymore <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. well um sounds like you're not going to be doing that much at all anymore oliver no. and uh you're not going to be doing it this summer Merka. do you think you'll wind up going back like the next summer to to america to to knock with southwestern or at that point you'll be a mom which i yes. don't know if you talk about that <laughs> it's okay yeah because uh, actually that's really great that you know before in in southwestern at least in i don't know how it's in us but the europe, europe one part we didn't have this opportunity that um i mean uh Sometimes, you know, becoming DSL and that's a point where you can actually, you know, stay back home and work with the base, yeah. you know, don't have to go to Bookfield yourself. That uh, sometimes takes a long time. And even though I think when the 2020 summer would happen for me, it would be seven years and it would be done because actually even the last year, 2019, by the units, it was okay. But I just had a couple of uh, recruiting, you know, missing and uh, but now we have this opportunity that when you're from uh, starting from FSL level, when you're FSL and you're a female, then it's okay to become a mom. <laughs> you can you yeah. can be pregnant and you can you know you obviously you're not going to Bookfield, but you know you work with your base and you know do everything uh, like you do. So um, you can still get you can still be DSL even if you don't go to... Yes, so basically, if my, yeah, uh, with the team and recruiting-wise, you know, it's okay. What I, for me, it's now just a question about uh, units that, you know, they will need to sell during the summer. And uh, when this is done, then I'm DSL and then, you know, I'm working from, you know, just with the base anyway, so I don't have to go. So we'll see how that it goes. You know, when I become DSL, I don't have, I'm not going to go anyways, but... I don't know how this being a mom is, you know, if <laughs> Oliver can handle the little kid uh, alone three months or not. <laughs> well, I know a few moms if you need to talk to any for some advice. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's funny, Oliver probably heard about that policy where you can stay as an FSL and got really excited, right? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good stuff. So when, yeah. uh, when that transition happened, um, Oliver, talk about like, when you realized that you couldn't stay with Southwestern and how you were able to like transfer your, your time and energy to new efforts. I remember you talking to me about 
um, a few years ago, like selling products online as a way yeah. for you to make money. And now you're selling the websites themselves. Um, so tell us about your transition um, into, you know, online work. So actually it was like, like I said, like uh, my first summer or like uh, when I was in, uh, actually when I was in high school, I was already like underst understanding that, okay, I'm not gonna, if somebody told me like in school, like a teacher told me that, Oliver, you're not gonna be like a good, uh, you're not gonna get a good degree if you're not working and you're not gonna good, get a good job if you're not working. Then I was always like uh, thinking in back of my head that, you know, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't want to get a good job. I don't want to get it. I want to, I want to. I want to have my own company, you know, I, I don't care about a good job. I haven't had like, uh, I haven't, I had like uh, some like jobs, like uh, when I was like 16, 17, something like this. But after that, I have never worked for anybody like, like this only, like only in South, Southwestern. But, but is uh, it like independent contractor? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, then when the Corona kind of hit Estonia, then I understood that, uh, okay, probably we can't go to US. It was like pretty obvious. And uh, then we kind of already, oh no, after first summer, actually, we started do, doing mall sales, basically. And then yeah. I was pretty good at it. Uh, then I understood that, okay, if I do it really well, then maybe I'm going to get to, like, I can be the man, like, the leader of like a leader of it, basically. Yeah. But then it was not part of the Southwestern yet. We, we were doing it like... Uh, with like separately mm -hmm. then in some point i got, kind of told the guys who were owners that okay i want to be the leader because uh, because i bring all the people i recruit and i do everything i had like more than 20 people under under me in estonia then wow. they i agreed that okay you're gonna earn this money this this thing and uh, and so on basically then uh, like we, we it was charity thing basically we, we sold charity uh, in malls then after this, that everybody kind of saw that we are we are kind of successful with that. Then Southwestern uh, like approached us that okay, we wanna get part of it basically, we wanna own it or let's 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 own it because there's most of the people they are like uh, Southwestern people. Let's do it like this. I like I didn't really care, so it ended up like this. That now it's like owned. It's one of the daughter companies uh, mm -hmm. under Southwestern right now. Yeah. But uh, like. Uh, after that, I kind of understood that it's boring for me. Let's, I, I wanted to do like uh, something other. I want to sell something, something different. Then we did you like- You get with bored my... easily, Oliver. Like many years. Ah. <laughs> you get bored easily. Yeah, yeah, I get bored easily. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. On the same, same, same time, I, do, I did like this uh, mall sales. We actually opened this, uh, like this Apple uh, website with my twin brother. And it was pretty su successful as well, but uh, but we didn't put too much effort in it because it was successful, but it took too much time or effort basically uh, mm. to like earn real money. So it it was like it's still it's still actually uh, the website is still open, and we sometimes get some orders, but we just uh, ignore them. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> let it be, you know. It's not active business. It's not active business. Yeah. Like, I guess you didn't like that the Estonia market is so small. Yeah. Also, it was know? like too too small market, and like in Estonia basically for that. Mm. And uh, then I I kind of got bored of uh, of uh, sales in mall because it was like so you know it was like so. Like door-to-door -door sales, I would say it's like uh, it's not the sales that you wanna do when you have kids already, and uh, it's not something that yeah. like I don't wanna be like uh, maybe it's not like how I say 
uh, I don't want to be rude. I, wa- I don't want to be rude or anything. But I don't want to like. I don't want that my kids will go to school and tell that yeah, my dad do, does like door to door sales or something. I so it's like I don't want to be rude, but we are not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be rude. It always, yeah. uh, uh-huh. you know, small. You were uh-huh. small. <laughs> so the main thing why we why, why I didn't why we stopped doing the mall sales was actually Corona because uh, like. Uh, stores were closed yeah store store were mm-hmm. closed and we couldn't couldn't do it there and then i i was fig- figuring fig- figuring out that we have to do something else and then i met like my really old friend on uh, front of my apartment in tallinn it was like like really random basically mm-hmm. and uh, i told him like i asked like what what he's doing and uh, how he's doing and then he told me that that he's selling some websites but it's really like uh, a uh, small thing and uh, it's not mm-hmm. the big business he didn't have like a big business or any employees there or anything then i invited him to my apartment we we were had like some small talk he showed me basically how he's doing the calls and uh, then i was like oh really you can sell you like change this right did you did you tell him that he needs to do better or what yeah yeah i, I like i understood that okay you can really sell like stuff uh, through the phone like worth more than two or five or ten thousand dollars then i was like okay why i'm selling like 10 euros worth of stuff in mall if you can sell something like worth of ten thousand dollars and uh, then i kind of started the same day basically doing the like the cold calls uh with the website stuff and after after three like three months we already make made like a new like new company we we had investors like southwestern investors and uh, now we're here that's really cool so we design for those that don't know um Mm -hmm. are the company that's building our ponytails website so i know that you spoke with our producer a little bit this morning oliver i don't know if you care to update people um i I would love to to hear the status on our website but i also know that there's all these moving parts like videos that we have to create and all that kind of stuff uh, yeah. When can people expect to see some of your greatest work in America through our website? I hope uh, it actually it it depends a lot of uh, it, like it's up to guy guy like it's up to you guys probably because we yeah. we need like a lot of information from you and uh, feedback. But uh, I I'm hoping I guess Oscar is taking care of it. So one of the like. Uh, one of the guy in South, South uh, in v, v Designer right now. Uh, I guess it's gonna happen with the month or two, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So we'll we'll get clear on on everything because uh, we're we're very excited to say the least. Um, we are really excited. Things that will get to happen from our website. In fact, people mm-hmm. can go to our website to watch this, you know, bright live broadcast instead of going to all of our different channels, which is helpful. But uh, yeah, more on all that stuff later. Um, yeah. What I am curious about now, just to kind of pivot a little bit, and you can share um, anything that you care to about V-Design, because this is, you know, a great chance for you to actually, let's not pivot. Let's talk about V-Design and let's let you talk to our audience as to why they should let you build their website. And while sure. you do that, I'm going to use the bathroom. Go for it. <laughs> sure. So, Merke, you can add add some stuff as well if you have any any good information. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I guess uh, I, I guess uh, we are we are like uh, we are like Estonian-based company uh, with really good like probably like 
maybe US people don't know that, but in Estonia, like, uh, like we have a lot of awesome startups uh, and a lot of IT companies that are like uh, worldwide successful. And, uh, and that's why it is like this is because like we have like really good uh, colleges and universities that uh, teach like uh, IT and IT business and stuff like this. So uh, I guess it's the best uh, country or, or I, maybe I would say even like a capital or Tallinn uh, is the best uh, city where you can like uh, uh, open up your business, your like uh, IT business. Because, because of all the systems and stuff, even yeah. like the voting, I guess there's countries that, you know, now do it as well. But for us, it's been, I don't know, like at least 10 years that, you know, when you want to vote or whatever, you don't, most of the things you don't go somewhere physically to do, but there's that kind of like crazy systems uh, that, you know, you do everything online and it's not that you go to some websites, but there's, you know, very secure systems mm. be, uh, behind it. So we are very, very like uh, high tech uh, IT uh, country. Yeah. <laughs> Skype, help, help. maybe, maybe yeah. people know Skype. Skype is uh, is invented in uh, Estonia or, or TransferWise. Wise Pipe Drive. Pipe Drive. There's yeah. Yeah, some some Estonian companies that are like billion dollar companies already and uh, are like expand already expanded in US. So, mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, but. But why why to choose us? I guess probably because uh, we we had like we have like a same same mindset that southwestern people have like most of same the, values sa same values and mindset. Uh, uh, most of the IT companies. What is the main? Uh, I it's it's my opinion. But what is the main mistake they are they are doing? Is this uh, they have like all IT people? They are really like uh, they're smart. They know what they do, but uh, they lack on uh, people skills. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of the project managers, they have like really good uh, education on IT, but they don't have any education on, on sales or, or in uh, communication, communication. And managing, you know, the project so, and time. And so right, right now, our company uh, has altogether like uh, almost 20 project managers. Like basically every website we get in, uh, it has like, uh, uh, it has a project manager there uh like per personal project manager uh we have we have 10 developers right now so and we we generated like uh million dollars in revenue last year and uh yeah too shabby yeah and we we actually made like more than uh like up to like 330 websites with the year and we only have uh yeah three 330 with first year Wow! Uh, yeah, and uh, we we can see that uh, that we everybody are giving us like a really good feedback. So we only have have had like uh, three like bad businesses, basically. I would say out of uh, three hundred thirty, it's not bad. I guess that's a good ratio. One percent. <laughs> and most right? of them, yeah, yeah. Most, like what, for example, one bad business is because of uh, this other company went to bankruptcy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, because of the corona. So. We were like uh, we were like uh, service minded, and we we didn't uh, ask for the like no. last part, so whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I guess yeah. like because you know I'm, I I worked uh, this summer. I did home country sales, and I actually sold uh, design and uh, you know com communicating and being in touch with a lot of companies. I guess you know they have had experiences with different IT companies, and yeah. you know they've been rating like some websites and different like um, uh, things. But then. I guess 
uh, the biggest thing is that a lot of the times they have to deal with these IT people who are really good at IT, but it's so hard for them to communicate, you know, to kind of when we talk about the deadlines and even just, you know, easy communication. That's what, you know, they're lacking the most and it's hard, you know, to talk to them. But uh, I guess yeah, in V-Design, it's like very good that actually the customers, they are, of course, it's always option you know when they come to the meeting and office to always we have can have an IT guy there as well but they're actually you know talking to a person who is managing the designers work IT work and the stop of all that what's going on so they can get the answers quickly everything is organized and you know they need what they need to do and all that so so basically like uh, like most of the like like all the feedback we are getting from the customers that are coming like uh, to work with us from from some other IT companies. They are telling us that you know it's really hard to communicate communicate with IT like this other company because they're sleeping or like they're sleeping on the daytime, not like and they're working on the nighttime. You know, IT yeah. people. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and imagine like if you have like this IT guy who knows like really well how to like uh, how to like uh, like write this code or like. He knows this IT language, you know, but you don't know it. Imagine if some, but somebody's gonna talk with you in Russian. You don't understand, probably, right? Right, of course, <laughs> different language. But, yeah, it's same same thing with like uh, business people. Most of the business people, they're like extroverts. They're like uh, they wanna do stuff uh, like they're drivers. They wanna do stuff like really fast, and they they don't want this small small bullshit or anything, you know. Yeah. They want that. Uh, important would, things yeah, you know they want that, that somebody's gonna uh ex, like explain them this it stuff in their language mm-hmm. not in it language yeah. so that's what we are good mm-hmm. in like and and i also i think that a lot of the times you know when we're talking about creating some websites and systems a lot of times you know are uh, i guess like there are some companies or people who are really looking for like really 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 cheap uh like this yeah. um you know, uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the thing sometimes as well, that they use like one person who says, I have some friend who is IT guy or, you know, I don't need a big agency or whatever. But there's a big difference as well that a lot of times after that, they still turn to some agency because they have problems. And I think one of our like strengths is also that uh, we have like um, the people that we have working, we have, you know, designers, we have different IT guys and they have like different experience. So we have a very group, a big, good group of people who have different knowledge in different areas. So whenever there is some project and, you know, we have a problem we are not like okay if you don't know no you can't have this you have to do this way because you know it guys they're not like this that they know everything there's also like some kind of direction that they go and do their things but if the customer wants something different or something else they're like uh, no no we can't do it let's do it this way but our we have this like uh, mentality ab- that, ability actually that yeah. uh, we can solve everything every wish or whatever they have because we have different experience there Mm-hmm. Lot, That's so cool. Know. And also, uh, and also, why we are better than, uh, like, probably why it's good to like uh, cooperate <laughs> with, uh, like, with V Design. Why it's good, like, for American companies. It's uh, probably because, uh, like, first of all, we are probably with better hourly rate or better price. Mm-hmm. A lot of better price. Because in US, everything is expensive. <laughs> yeah. If, imagine if, like, uh, US, yeah, US, like, average IT is. IT guy like say like uh, yearly salary is like two hundred thousand dollars. Then in Estonia it's like twenty thousand dollars something like this. So it's a <laughs> that's a big difference. 
yeah it's a little different so and also like uh like uh like i said estonia is like a it co- country we have like really good it standards and uh like if you compare american uh, again i don't want to be rude or anything but if you compare average estonian uh, estonian website with the us website estonia has like better quality and better standards with that so we can offer better price with better standards better quality and what else you need right uh, <laughs> good and, quality good <laughs> and and awesome awesome salesmen and project managers yeah. who have been who have like uh, experience in with us people Yeah, well, and that's yeah. actually the thing that most of the people we are we have there. It's not that you're like you know commu- have to communicate some I don't know some Aborigines or whoever, but you know it's the fact that uh, we all know about U.S. systems because most of us have been selling books, so we kind of know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. ha- ha- most, like almost half of the like project master or half of the team has been selling books. We we just had like uh, we just had like a Sisler as well, Whistler. <laughs> no design. way! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, maybe like, we have in yeah. August. We're coming to Mexico for the podcast, so book your tickets. We're gonna have a good time. So, yeah. when is yeah. that? August. That's it. August fifteenth through the nineteenth. So we we can't travel yet because the baby is too uh, fresh. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So. I mean, he can go. I can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or I we'll, can, you know, you will stay at home with the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll figure something out. But uh yeah, yeah it's it's been really cool to to see how an, an Estonian company does business, especially with something that everybody in America that's like starting a business, you know, people in, in our network um that already have a, a well-established company, either they have a, a, a website right now or they have no website because they're just kind of like they they see it as too big of a barrier to go and talk to these american companies to build that website um they might make it on their own and mm-hmm. you know it, it's like it never launches or it never has what it needs so um you know i i'd love to, to help you really invade the the us market and really take over and mm-hmm. uh have that higher quality at that lower price right actually we are we are actually right now in this point that we we probably gonna like like it's Maybe it's inside uh, inside information, but we are gonna probably we are just uh, talking with Southwestern Advantage, so we're gonna probably uh, uh, redesign the Southwestern Advantage website. It's, nice. Yeah, and and also we are we are hoping. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna go, but maybe we are gonna we're gonna be like part of the Southwestern Advantage as well uh, in some day in America because I don't mind being like uh, I don't mind being like a part of Southwestern because like uh, like Dustin told me like when he was in Estonia that uh, that probably it's better to uh, it's better to have a small piece of the big cake mm-hmm. than big piece of the small cake <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a fair argument I'm, yeah i'm i'm actually i i don't I, i don't mind the idea but just uh, probably have to have to think it through and see how it works basically because if we if we're expanding to us in if you're expanding or we're trying to expand right now the us it means that we need like a project managers uh, like i ap- approached you <laughs> <Nick. Yep. laughs> we need yep. like project managers salesmen in us so it means that uh, the easiest way is to get them through the uh, through the southwestern 
So, uh, so if yeah. everybody wants to join, then <laughs> yeah, anybody wants to like be a be a country manager in US and uh, get a good good salary because we have to pay a good salary in US yeah, and right. wants to expand and write us. I can go then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was very tempted to to leave what I was doing, but I love my job right now. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I would totally join up with you guys. So that's that's really cool that no you're worries. doing that. Yeah. yeah. I, also, like we have like uh, right now, so we had like investors in Estonia. So it means that we have uh, we have like actually like some money already. We have like profit. Our company is profitable already. So uh, what I wanted to say with this as well that even if the small startups or small uh, businesses from us one uh want some websites uh, then we are not like uh we are not really money oriented we are more like like we are more oriented to, yeah mm-hmm. we are more like oriented to expanding so whatever like all the businesses thinking that okay we can't pay this uh let's say five thousand dollars for the comp uh, for the website right now but let's uh let's split it you know for smaller payments or let's do some sponsoring stuff or whatsoever mm-hmm. so we are all uh, like up, up to these kind of ideas love it how can people yeah. get in touch with you to either get their new website or become a, a u.s salesperson yeah so we have like the website vdesignly.com uh, in estonia we already have a company in, in in america as well so like we can really pay a salary like a legal salary and uh and uh our, facebook, yeah right. facebook or websites <laughs> website we design lee vdesignlee.com check it out right here this is be designly the american version of your website right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. so raise the standards of web solutions you got a bunch of proof of all your different customers and then this right here, I believe you. Is that how you, um, what people click on to sign up? Yeah. Great. So <clears throat> here's. Or Facebook, Oliver Reynas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is, this is pretty cool. These are some of your sample websites that you're looking at. Right probably uh, we should uh, delete the numbers right now from there because they are closed right now. So the numbers are not right, but, ah. but, uh, but the email is. So yeah, this is these are some really beautiful looking web pages. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one thing that I, I love to make a shout out is you guys are able to basically create custom merch that people like when our website is launched, they can go to you know an actual shop page and you know get from a list of current uh, merch that we offer, and then also request custom made merch that we'll be able to fulfill through our website there, and um, it's like really quick order processing and shipping. So you've got a lot of really cool behind the scenes stuff to make the web websites work well. How, um, how fast did you get your merch? What was that? How, how fast? How fast? It's like the next day, right? Uh, we already did like did it like with you, right? Yeah. So you got so it. I got, yeah. got my, uh, my uh, sweatshirt, which is very comfortable, high quality. And uh, yeah, there's plenty of other merchandise that you know, we'll be able to fulfill through that website. So we're excited about so, that. So yeah, that that's maybe something that I can explain as well, that that's actually not something uh, that uh, we are getting profit out of it, that we are helping you guys to like, uh, like do these techniques, you know, or use this knowledge or that what yeah. that we know that there's a possibility to just to put your own logo on the sweaters and then you can just ship it with like two days that's what we uh, we can help as well if you have some business ideas or 
some uh, like uh, ideas how you wanna like uh, uh, how to say you want to earn money through a website or through internet then we can always help with that as well like marketing advertising or you yeah. know the, for a purpose yeah. to make more profit. yeah everything <laughs> that helps a, a business do well i love it That's yeah. super cool. probably one of the, like a big points why estonians are good at it is because you know estonia is too small sm uh, small market to sell Yeah. Uh, your goods to be like to be uh, successful so we have to figure out how to sell stuff through the internet we had to like do it really fast because then we can reach more people you know mm -hmm. good point so okay um we'll we'll definitely make it easy for people to reach out to you um especially once our website is live we'll even give you like a little corner shout out where people can go to your website um and check out you're already talking uh, with the uh, All right. I don't know what's going on, if it's my internet or their internet, but uh, can you hear me now? Oh. Hey. Oh, hello? He All right. Hello. 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 So we, we, are already, we are already chatting with like uh, uh, your sponsors as well. Uh, is it like this gym, uh, gym company? I don't remember what. The... What gym? Which one? You know, the health and wellness, you know. Oh, Elevate Wellness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gym. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great. So, uh, That's awesome. Good stuff. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely help you get plugged in with anybody else listening, anybody else in the future. Um, we're excited to, to see where your journey takes you with building out everybody's websites. So that's awesome. And uh, before we talk about the ponytails, I did want to talk to you about you the both of you and uh i wanted to hear the story of how you two met since this is a couple's month and a couple's episode um let's let's learn about how the two of you met and you know obviously fell in love if you're married right and then what life has in store for for the rest of yeah this journey. so, so uh, actually it was like this that so basically yeah, there is this uh, Gert Soito that i recruited to my team when I went to my third summer and uh, he's a really cool guy. And uh, then uh, uh, Gert and Oliver were actually uh, high school classmates. They were in the same class. And then uh, when, after Gert, uh, Gert's first summer, he goes to the toilet. <laughs> after Gert's first summer, uh, he uh, recruited uh, Oliver. And Oliver came to sell, and that uh, at first, actually, yeah. So basically, it was almost a year when I don't know we didn't think about each other like this or anything. Right, so because right. you know uh, he was in my base, and actually I'm three years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and then uh, uh, he, and um, so we, I mean, we, we were in the same base, and you know. Uh, did the preparation and actually yeah we didn't see much uh, before the summer because you know he was in forest and did his school stuff and actually i remember in may before going to uh usa uh, it was outside it was the nice weather and we did, needed to practice the sales talk and he was just you know coming from this forest and and i'm listening to sweet sales talk and he's like he didn't know it by heart and it was two weeks and three weeks until the summer i was like Oh my God, how is gonna even go to sell these books? But I mean, he did really well. But then uh, during the summer, I think it was funny that um, that we had like really this good like uh, friendship 
before anything else. And I think it it was always like this that um, you know I remember that um, I we were in safe school in Nashville and I needed to one extra rental car you know to go to Georgia to turf. And uh, he was first time in US. And uh, I remember that that uh, I was safe school and okay somebody needs to go and pick up this rental and. Uh, from all the managers and everything, I was okay, Oliver will do it because I kind of trusted him because he's like, you know, he gets all the things done and he's a hunter. He's a, like, <laughs> a, you know, he, he can shoot guns and you know, he's a real man. <laughs> so I really, you know, trusted him from the beginning for like doing all the things. And then we went to the summer as well. And, uh, and then uh, I guess on the Sunday meetings, it was like this, that the, uh, we went to Starbucks with the group and, you know, this, you guys have two big, you know, these drinks and there's like, okay, let's uh, share with somebody. And I'm like, okay, I want this drink. And then he's the same. Yeah, I want this drink as well. So we kind of, you know, wanted the same things and, or we're in a group and I'm like laughing about something I see from the distance. And then I see that Oliver is laughing and I can see that he's the only one who sees what I'm laughing about. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of went yeah. like this. When, when I was like, Follow, following her like mm-hmm. during the summer then it was also, also like always like this that some kind of you kind of feel that you have too good connection <laughs> like with uh with with somebody yeah it was like we never like uh we never and the first like summer we never i would say addressed it yeah like we, maybe we addressed it like on the end of the summer I, let's yeah. be honest yeah but, but uh, yeah uh, at, at first we didn't think about it but uh, that and it was funny that actually that at some point one manager uh, in our org on sunday meeting went to oliver and asked do you like merkel uh-huh. <laughs> he was like sure <laughs> no and at one point it was like basically this that that uh, from other like you know gossip is the most coolest thing in uh, stirring this like yeah. selling books and then from other organizations that was, there was in like, Texas in Texas there was like some rumors some yeah, rumors that oh Oliver and Merca are like together. Then was, yeah together and something like this. then I was asking like Merca so what what's, what, what they're we doing and together, we, we haven't even talked about this but you know others uh, kind of noticed that we get along really well and that's how it mm-hmm. went and then uh, like uh, probably may, maybe we didn't even wanted to address that yeah on the first step like, because your focus uh, is somewhere else you know actually. but then uh, after the summer we came back we went to party club at the same t- night when we arrived and <laughs> and uh, and then we first were... first half of year was in in estonia it was even like you know pretty hard because i was still living in Tartu. and it's i was like in tallinn two hours yeah. But then after five years you moved to Tallinn as well and mm-hmm. uh, then I that's... skipped my school and <laughs> it wasn't because of me. <laughs> Not at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, thanks to Southwestern and or thanks to Gert Soito, actually when we had a uh, wedding in May and then uh, Gert Soito was the one who uh, lighted the ca- uh, wedding candle, you know, he kinda you know put it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it was um, that first summer in Georgia that people were saying this, or okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after the summer, you were able to have a conversation about it. We actually it. had it already in we Florida. It, no, we had it in Florida, and we had like these parties, you know, after in after the end summer, of the summer before we come. Yeah. Then we already like understood that okay, maybe we should like uh, <laughs> we should like. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get to know yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like a big, uh, like 
kind of big issue for me was this that uh, I was like poor uh poor college student when uh, when I came back from US you know you you sell 800 units you spend four thousand uh, dollars on expenses so it means that you're coming back from US with uh, five hundred dollars <laughs> uh, actually I spent it in New York uh, like didn't didn't really care about the money like it was like you had like I had like already my mind like uh like hey no my I was thinking already about Merca and I didn't care about money you know like, okay how like I was spending all the money in New York Merca was still I uh, you had like plane from somewhere else yes you didn't, yeah yeah uh, I have so different flight uh, yeah it was funny we had like first uh, first year we went to New York to fly back and uh, we were in sh- like really shitty hotel on the same night we were staying there on the like on the other floor, there was somebody m- murdered. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we came wow. came away from there fast. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, so uh, so yeah, you came back without money. Merka had like a lot of money already these days, like like more money than uh, than yeah, I, I had. had. So mm-hmm. I had never never traveled like to the like warmer places or anything like this. Only the, my my. Uh, like for, forest was actually Germany, if I'm thinking back. Out. So Europe yeah. inside I of Europe. I went to get the car, like for, for myself, something like this. And, and then we were thinking that uh, after a half a year in Estonia, we were thinking that, okay, let's go to the some somewhere warm, you know. Let's... It was in November when November, I was looking that let's no, go December. to uh, November, but we went to December. I was so, in November that let's go to travel. Yeah, say, like Seychelles. Seychelles. We went to Seychelles. It's like some honeymoon So place. it's really expensive place. Mm. You had like, like 800 or $900 plane tickets, but... Uh, this we thought that okay this is cheap but after like five days spending in Seychelles we had like 10 10 days more there I understood like, that okay I, I already spent all my money all that trip was like I don't know 800 8,000 or 8,000 9,000 dollars so yeah. I own after the trip I own Merke like uh, 2,000 dollars something like this and I understood that okay he will be my you know the she, she will be my this uh, how you say it? Uh, this uh, I'm gonna be the gold digger, you know. <laughs> then I, I, I didn't want the, I, I didn't want that go go this way, you know. And then I started like uh, hus- businesses hustling yeah. in a Yeah, he really worked hard with all the charity thing and the e store and stuff. I guess uh, yeah, he's been like really you know working hard. <laughs> heck yeah, and he's built a. Uh... More than a million dollar business there yeah. with Design. so that's that's yeah. really cool. Exactly. And mm-hmm. when when you two like kind of went through this journey of you know everybody's talking about you, you're you're actively pursuing one another and getting to you know envision a life together. When did when did you know that you two are going to get married? I knew it. I think and. Uh... Uh, at the beginning already. So, so Mer- <laughs> Mer- 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 was actually aggressor. No, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about? No, I... I was just like, no. I was just following, fo- following the steps, you know. Actually, no, this is a joke. <laughs> uh, like you see from the live stream right now as well, Merke is mostly talking, you know. I'm, I'm just like. <laughs> that's uh, not true. He uh, likes to think that way, but if it's good, for, if it raises your ego, uh, that's fine. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, <laughs> but yeah, we, we kind of, uh, probably we were talking about marrying already like after a year. No, I think we already talked in September or like, you know, just the mindset about it, like what you want to have in life. And like, we had that kind of, of conversations yeah. very so we, early. We, we, we already 
probably talked about something like this already on the first summer that like what what relation re relationship like means to you or what is this that yeah. we are not like these kind of people who are like jumping up and on from the relationships more yeah. like uh, like right. this and then like yeah committed stable and, yeah you know want to have a kids and family uh -huh. not just to backpack around so the world. for for me my my parents uh, they were like married 25 years something like this they broke up like half a year ago yes yeah, <laughs> actually just a year ago yeah something like this anyway uh yeah it's fine but uh but anyways like for me the marriage was like uh pretty important and for merke as well even if in estonia it's not very it's popular. not really popular yeah like and most... actually my parents are not married i guess that's why you know it's important uh -huh. for me to to be married <laughs> i don't know what is the statistic but in estonia it's like really like if if we were telling our friends our like 25 mm -hmm. years old friends that hey we are gonna marry they were like what mm -hmm. Yeah. And what, most people are, we do don't that? need marriage. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> was that always the way that you thought? Or did like going to America, learning from Southwestern, where they talk a lot about commitment, they talk a lot about building a life and leaving a legacy. I think for me, actually, the Southwestern have had the impact because, you know, a lot of the uh, DSLs and uh, my biggest role model is uh, Miriam Kasaveli, Ronald's wife. You know, she's awesome mom. She has four kids and she's just so awesome. <laughs> and, and because, you know, there's yeah, actually it has impact because you know that, you know, you can see that, you know, having kids and all this, that it's not like a problem or everything, but they handle it really well. We, we actually married because, uh, because in GRS, you, otherwise you can't be on the same hotel room, you know. <laughs> Then we just. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I heard. I, from... I don't know what this whole marriage thing is for, but it'll let us stay in the same hotel room, right? <laughs> from this year, actually, they can, but but earlier they couldn't. But I think for me, it like definitely had an impact. But uh, but I I think like um, I don't know if I was thinking really about it before meeting Oliver. I think it depends on the person as well. Yeah. I just felt that. You know, with him, it's a uh, right thing. <laughs> in in this way, Southwestern didn't impact me like uh, in other uh, in all other ways. Uh, it was, but me, uh, it did really because you can because I think you know I went to wedding like you know different people weddings and stuff, and you can see this lifestyle. So I would say that for me, definitely did. That's super cool. And so uh, yeah, I have actually with Eric with Eric and Jessica, uh, like uh, who, like our host uh, family. Um, family. Uh, we actually went to American wedding turning <laughs> selling books. So they invited us to like one wedding in Missouri. So that was funny. It was like, a, it was like, a, how you call it? Like, a, it was a redneck's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the classics. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to have a redneck wedding in America? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Just no. a, spe a second special wedding. No, I can do the gypsy wedding. They have these great dresses and such stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's gonna it's gonna be ten ten days, you know. Yeah, gypsy wedding, <laughs> ten days in a row. Yeah, yeah. So okay, parents um, are gonna like uh, pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, that will help. That will be helpful, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you got married last May, you said, or September? Yeah. When did you get May. married? May. It was two twenty uh, May uh, two thousand twenty. Uh, one. 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 Twenty one. Cool. Mm -hmm. So almost a year anniversary in a few months. Don't forget mm -hmm. Oliver, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how has this first year of marriage been? Hard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I guess with the, uh, with the, the summer, it was like really, we were both working in uh, V-Design, right? Mm -hmm. 
So it was, uh, you know, it's been a lot of work, I guess, like for Oliver as well, since, you know, the V design is like, has been growing so fast and everything. So it's been... Uh, I would say like we were, we have been together, like really like in a relationship more than almost like five years yeah. now. So yeah. I would like, I wouldn't say that the marriage like changed uh, our like daily basis or something like this. Mm -mm. If you If you would ask like how it has been together, like for five years, I would say that, it has been like ups and downs, obviously, uh, and uh, and we probably uh, like like this year has been for me like the most like uh, hardest in one way on in one way, but it has been actually like uh, I have learned uh, most as well like uh, with this year. You know, like if you're out of your comfort zone, you learn the most as well. So. So I'm really like, it was really hard year, like the 2021, but uh, in in all the ways, like we design in relationship, everything. Family. Family, family. yeah. Like I said, my parents like divorced, divorced but, but at least actually I learned the most in this year and I'm really happy about it. And I, I wouldn't take anything back what happened last year. So I'm like, it was awesome. Like, That's mm -hmm. huge. I know, I know that because of 2021, I'm gonna be uh, uh, like millionaire in one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few oh, days, yeah. few years. It takes a few days more, few years more. Yeah. yeah. What but... What would you give as advice um, for those in like brand new marriage? Like Andres got married, you know, 20 days ago. So, what's some advice you'd give for someone like him? Uh, I guess. Uh, I guess uh, it's really important to. Um, it's really important to. Uh, up like first of all ap apologize listen to others uh, or your like wife or yeah like, or husband, yeah, husband. <laughs> uh, i think it's really important to to have your like your this uh, private time Yes, I think it's that you don't lose yourself, like, you know, because, some you know, there's so many things that, you know, you want to do in kind of together, like the hobbies or friends and everything. But it's like very, very important that you have your own life also and your own hobbies, your own friends, your own things that you do. Because otherwise, you know, if it gets too much together, I don't know how it it's impacts. In, in my mind, it's really important that, you know, if uh, like both has to have like your like kind of um, not like uh, private life, but your personal life like this. That yeah, your own dreams, your own vision for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, for example, like uh, like I need that if I don't have like uh, anything to do with my friends. And if it's always like this, that if I don't have anything to do with my friends, then always Merkel is waiting for me. It means that actually I don't have my own like this full free time. I don't I don't say that like the time with Merke is not like a free time but I would say that you still need like this your like your own time I guess yeah, yeah sometimes you know if it, in, it's in the evening and he comes home it would be nice to have that I'm not home and I'm doing something else you know yeah. not just waiting for him all and the maybe time. why I'm telling is it, it because Merke is pregnant right now and he's not like staying she and she's staying more like home and then maybe I'm kind of thinking about it but but, <laughs> but uh, it's not the issue yeah. but, uh, but anyways you yeah probably yeah like be ready to learn uh, a lot of stuff and I guess uh, uh, I guess it's so funny to think that first of all like Merke is pregnant I understand like if I'm reading all the like uh, books, uh, and books and stuff <laughs> you understand that you know, you think that you're smart, but actually, if you're gonna read about kids and you understand that you're gonna, you're getting like 
it's gonna be soon like this that there's gonna be a little baby then you understand that you're totally stupid about everything that all the like yeah all these older, yeah, older ones know and stuff like yeah, that. yeah like, but our parents know and so yeah and if you think that it's hard like uh, right now like two like with two of us yeah, then, like it's relationship, probably then it's probably harder, even yeah. harder right? yeah. like, but we still yeah, have, we'll have four kids so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> hey they're like sponges when they're that age so yeah give them some good some good knowledge colors pictures fun all that right <laughs> but, but i guess like like uh, if, if you're talking about the relationship then even like your own relationship like if you learn from that and you like de uh, develop yourself in like your own like marriage then it's gonna like it's gonna help a lot in your business life as well because it's a communication it's the skills that that you have to use in your in yeah. your business but as it's well. yeah it's funny that sometimes even in business field you actually it's easier to communicate with people rather than in your relationship for marriage you know with the close people <laughs> so it's you know it's it's funny yeah so i guess yeah the, the you know what's coming from there so i think it's yeah, it's important to kind of um not to give everything you know not to take everything for granted but actually like you know to to want to listen and you know like this your this other half like husband or you know it's it needs to be like uh, it's like a million dollar deal with some partner that you know you want to like them you want to listen to them you want to show you know good things so it has to be like a million dollar deal that you're really into it you know? <laughs> not to take yeah. it yeah, this can't, is anyway so short right yeah exactly and no yeah no cutting corners <laughs> oh no yeah because they they will cut you on the other end of yeah, exactly. like truth truth always comes out and you know there's there's always um you know such great benefit and healing that comes from communication with a, within a safe space of love and uplifting one another so that's great yeah. um cool so before we talk about the ponytails right to finish up your episode here let's just give a quick shout out for uh We've got Enlight Energy, who is our very first sponsor. So anyone who's, you know, been listening to an episode or two in the past knows that I currently work with Enlight Energy, where we offer remote solar sales. Um, we've got plenty of uh, reps making six figures plus. Um, and all it is, is just helping people save money on something they already spend their money on to their utility company, electricity. And so it's flexible hours. Um, you know, we have different ways to get clever with people. Um, Andres has helped out with our company from Portland. We've got a main office here in Gainesville, Florida, where we're doing really well in this market. And, uh, you know, anywhere the sun shines is a place where solar can really help homeowners take ownership of their energy. Um, that's what my degree is in, is sustainable energy technology. It's my passion. Um, I've been wanting to basically build uh, a southwestern um, filled organization of um, solar sales, you know, of people who sold books door to door. Um, I've been dreaming about that since I was a freshman in college. And so now 10 years later, we're really, you know, putting some things together. I'm just hired on a new uh, rep who also has sold books and he's doing really well. So we've, we've got some really good momentum to keep going. So if you're interested in checking out the industry, let's chat. Um, you can reach me through the podcast. You can reach me through my personal uh, page and all that stuff. Um, the the last shout out goes to V Design for being uh, one of our sponsors. Um, obviously, um, Oliver has been able to kind of talk about what they've been doing really well. And uh, Oscar, he's also really fun to, to chat with. Um, so any what's like a, a 10 second reminder that you want to 
kind of put as your elevator pitch for everyone listening? Yeah, that, uh, that I'm not like doing uh, myself. I'm not doing the business in uh, in US. Oscar is doing, and his English is a lot of better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever whenever you actually you know need to uh, talk, then it will be actually easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, elevator pitch. Uh, so yeah. You're gonna probably love to do business with us, and uh, we are the same awesome as uh, all the guy, like all the US people that used to sell books or or even haven't sell books. But, yeah, and uh, and the people who work, they have lots of experience. But for everybody, it is a new thing, so everybody's so excited to do it and really do it. Like you know, it's a first thing in their heart, so it could be a good service and um, good result. And yeah, heck yeah, get your websites done through V Design. Mm -hmm. or be designly that's like we need we need to get this name down by the way because the american branding is v designly right yeah uh, right now it's like wrong right now it's v design but it should be v designly let me change that <laughs> <laughs> sorry no it's fine yeah so so far we have uh, like uh, you are our like like first customer in in america was ponytails and uh, right now we have like actually we are uh, like uh, one guy from Texas. There's like uh, like art gallery. We are talking through everything together with uh, this guy, and then Southwestern, yeah. And we are actually starting to launch. If we actually we are trying to right now to get like the same website in Estonia as well that we have in America because our Estonian website is already a little bit like not up to date but if we get this done then we start like facebook ads and google ads in in america as well so nice. it means that uh, we're probably gonna get more and more uh, traffic and more and more customers yeah, especially if you're the one talking with a funny accent for everyone to be like who's this guy right yeah. <laughs> why is he so good looking you know <laughs> awesome. sure well good stuff um, yeah, definitely check check out Vdesignly and uh, get your website improved and all that good stuff. So here at the end, let's it's time for the ponytails. Let's talk about either that story in Georgia, you know, and you know that 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 book uh, bookmobile story, or if you've got anything else, take it away and. and oh yeah, there's you know since we both been selling books, so you know what's the story for me, what's for him, but you know there's a uh, one common one. That uh, yeah, and actually, their first summer in uh, New Mexico, then you know the police stopped mm. and they didn't have to, you know, rare uh, the light in in this uh, place. It was fallen off, and then I mm -hmm. needed to go and uh, to show it that I fixed it. And since we already left, you know, from America, I wasn't able to go and show it, and it was fine until uh, we were in uh, Georgia. And we wanted to, uh, we go to work together, me, Oliver and Annika. Uh, uh, she's a sales leader in Southwestern now as well. And um, we went to uh, City Hall uh, to apply for a permit in, uh, mm. in Georgia Dalton. And, you know, we turned in the papers and passports and everything. And, you know, for Oliver, everything is okay. And then with me, uh, they come to me and, hey, you come with us. No, it was like this, that uh, we were in police station all together. In mm -hmm. my mind, like Annika already went somewhere else. No, he, he did. She did the permit in different. Places. Oh, okay, he was yeah. in any other place. Mm -hmm. So we were all together in police station, or like two of us, and then they checked my background, and then we saw. I I remember this kind of picture that we saw from the screen that uh, this police uh, kind of uh, uh, 
like typed in Merkel's name and it had like this warning sign or whatever. That I had arrest warrant. Yeah, yeah. Arrest warrant, yeah, something. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I was like looking, this this there was like a woman that was typing it in, and then he uh we she. saw it, this red sign, and then he was like she she she, she was like a little bit like okay what's happening then he went like she, uh, went. she went to somewhere like in the other like room and uh, called somebody else like some kind of investigator yeah, yeah. investigator or something like this and then merka has went went somewhere else and... yeah to a different room and like what is happening and then they told that and it was funny that before the summer we were discussing that if my org goes to uh new mexico or if it goes to georgia and since Tav ilmer my manager had issues in georgia on his first summer and he couldn't enter basically the georgia it was easy then he had to go to new mexico but what we found out as well that if i would go to new mexico then already over there they would put me to jail for 30 days and actually i could then i had this arrest warrant and i couldn't uh, do a permit and so that it was like really in the beginning of the July and the next two months, uh, it was really a hassle because I couldn't apply for permit in any city. But in Georgia, in this like subdivisions, there's even their own police who comes to check on you all the time. And uh, then the like bad things started to happen because, you know, it seems like in USA, it's like that... Um, uh, and actually, the thing was that they told me that, uh, that okay, that no, I'm, okay, what is going to happen? And they told that it's basically that uh, you uh, go to uh, New Mexico and you, you know, sit there in jail like for 30 days or, you know, that's what you need to do. Or if I would leave uh, from America, I can't get in uh, for the next five years if I would just leave. Wow. And so I was like, holy what i'm doing and then we had like this at first it was trey who deal with it and then like you know some lawyers or whatever but the thing is that it took almost like two months you know to kind of uh to figure it out what you know what is needed to do and everything and actually at one point it was like karel Guiv, like uh, he was a dsl for me at this time and he wrote oh, me this yeah. email that yeah that merka like be ready that uh, that after the summer you know you go to new mexico you will <laughs> you will be there and you know it was so hard because you know and th it was hard to work because you know all the time in georgia there's lots of this police you know called in subdivisions yeah. and they come and check and show the permit i don't have to the permit then I, then they will check their system there's a arrest warrant and then you know they don't know what to do they bring me to police station and it starts all over again because they called to somewhere to new mexico and we have this person here but they can't do anything because you know i'm not in their state and you know what then they will one night it was like this that they told me that no there's different people who are working you know and there's like you know you need to stay here and we, ha we don't have this person at the work right now who deals with it. So you need to stay overnight. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, remember this one time when I left my car and car keys there and I called the first there, hey, come and pick me up from the police station. <laughs> so <laughs> she, called, she called me. Yeah, I called him. <laughs> and then, like, you know, next morning I will go back. And then you go to work, you try to sneak in turf, you know, not to, you know. <laughs> and then. The new sure. police comes and it starts all over again because oh, they can't no. see the system that it's already processed or something, you know. Sure. So it was, uh, I couldn't work like really normal and it was uh, really, really hard. And then like, it was like, I think like 
really, really end of the August when uh, Karel sent me a message. It started like, okay, Merke, it's bad. You need to be ready to go to New Mexico. And then there's a lot of this space, 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 uh, you know, and then they're, okay, I'm just joking. It's done now. I'm like, <laughs> oh, <okay. nice. laughs> yeah. you didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah, but it was a hassle whole summer, you know, hard to kind of, you know, feel like, okay, I own this street and this is my turf, you know, but you're like kind of sneaking around there. And, and so, yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, my own story is short. Like uh, I'm, I'm just, it's not like a story, but uh, it's more like a, a funny fact that I have had in, in US. So I, I didn't only sell books, but I was, I car was, dealer. I was co- car dealer in the US. So <laughs> I, I was all like, Whenever I knock the door, I ask like, "Do you have any any like old cars to sell that are working?" And I, I he's have, a very good mechanic. Yeah, so I <laughs> I, I, I like repaired some uh, starters during yeah. the <laughs> like no. car starters or generate. I I actually I was changing a generator or alternator. I don't know. Yeah, how, yeah alternator mm-hmm. on in my first summer in our host family's garage. Yeah, yeah, my that that our like. I, did, I think I need a car. Uh, yeah, another first year. The girl has a car. Uh, had a car. It was broken. So what, here he so fixed it. So what I did, like <laughs> next summer, I actually had like on my second summer, I had I I bought like uh, uh, three cars in my mind mm-hmm. all together, and I rented them out to my firsters. <laughs> and then uh, on my third summer, we did the same. Uh, we did kind of the same thing, but we kind of bought like five cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have had in the US. Go. So basically, <laughs> I have had in US like. Eight or nine cars, basically. So yeah. it's like funny fact that maybe I have had uh, more cars in US than most of the Americans. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and uh, it ended up like this: that uh, last summer I had all together like two cars like broke up on uh, in summer in uh, Nebraska. Yeah, but the three cars we drove them back to Nashville in a company parking lot. Yeah, we put them there and. Uh, after this year, we couldn't go to sell books anymore. And then uh, Southwestern company told that I, could, I can't uh, keep them there keep anymore. Them there anymore yeah. And they're going to just throw them away. So and, our Mazda and Buick, they uh, were so good. They're not there and anymore. And all the cars, actually. There was, I was, they told me that I'm actually, I'm uh, really, I should be really happy because one guy came and told that I'm going to take this car with uh, $100 and the other car with $300 and the other with $300. And I had anything to say, but yes, because I couldn't come to US and sell them myself. Probably I would get like more money, three <laughs> or four thousand dollars, something at Visa, but I couldn't. Anyways, yeah, at least I got the thousand dollars from three cards. That's so funny. So you're a card collector. Yeah, you're yeah. a car collector. Yeah. yeah, and he had this business idea actually later that you know when there's all the Europeans, you know, they go there's like I don't know five six hundred of us, or everybody needs cars. You know, if yeah. he could, you know, whole summer, you know, buy them, rent them out, fix them. <laughs> so it's a good business. Yeah, might as well get started on it, right? I mean, you'll have yeah. to probably come live in Nashville or something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's so funny. My dad, he, uh, I was in not the same situation, but he um buys cars from like the insurance auto auction so when cars get yeah. in a bad accident yeah you can pick them up real cheap and fix them up and so i had five cars throughout my four summers and uh yeah it's it's kind of fun when you, so you, you always know you're driving yourself with those I, or yes no yeah. okay so yeah it's, a, it's i had like a, a i had like a pickup but like a 
Yeah. I had like no, not I had like a 93 oh, year Ford Ranger, like a pickup. <laughs> and like I guess like people thought that I'm I'm doing something really bad because like I had like a pickup that I could like get some stuff inside there. So see <laughs> something. Uh, it it <laughs> broke. Up, it broke. broke it it broke down in the middle of uh, highway, and then. Uh, like two cars, we had to uh, take them uh, to the what is this junkyard? Junkyard, or, yeah. yeah where they... And we got, I have like videos in my phone how the junk smash them. Yes, mm -hmm. junkyard. This guy is smashing mm -hmm. them with like a like a tractor or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's yeah. So thank you, thank you for sharing that. I love it. This has been a really fun episode. Just to get the chance to reconnect with you, Oliver, and, and chat with you about your story, Mirka, and, you know, everything that you've shared together, um, it's really unique, right? It's really cool to, to hear about your story. Um, it's not unique in that there's plenty of people who met through books and are now married. We just finished a whole month of a uh, couple episodes, and thank you for being the last one. Um, obviously, we want you to share this with everybody. Um, we'll, we'll see if we can have you on another time, um, either one of you or both of you. Um, because, you know, we're, we're here to stay. We're, we're building this network and making this thing come to life. And um, through your sponsorship, um, Oliver, and, you know, building out our website, that's really going to help us grow a ton. And uh, we're grateful for that. So um, any final words that either of you would like to share with our audience? Uh, we, I guess we would like to thank you as well for inviting, because it was uh, really cool to talk to you. And, uh, and, do and I hope that you're going to expand as well and uh, get really viral. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. Because I oh, guess, yeah. yeah, the topics and things you, you know, cover it too. It's, you know, I think there's something useful for everybody, you know, to, to listen about Absolutely. those. So it's cool that you do it. Well, thanks. It's been, it's been one heck of a, a ride so far. And uh, we're excited to, to keep moving forward. In fact, just to tell everybody what we have coming forward, this next month of March is exciting. We've got this Thursday episode is with Nate Strau of Aptiv, and then um, a new unheard of person that neither myself nor Andres have met. His wife reached out to us through our Facebook page. And this guy, Scott Smith, is uh, uh, he lives in Spain and he's married to a Spaniard, but he's from America. I don't know anything about him. And we're excited to have him on next Sunday. And mm. then um, we've got this other gentleman, Haynes Ma Maxwell, who sold like in the 70s and 80s. Um, Seth Hood of Elevate Wellness. Oh. He'll be on in a couple of weeks. We're excited to let him promote his business. Oh, he's the one who's doing this wellness thing? Yeah. Oh, Seth Hood. Okay. Yeah, he's so cool. <laughs> oh, so, okay. That's cool. Yep. We're having him on in, in two weeks from today. And then uh, um, Alex Berman. Uh, she was the number one American first year a few years ago. She's, uh, she's got a special place in my heart. We connect really well. Um, she finished up her last summer this past year. Now she's just like a snowboard instructor in Arizona, living her best life. And uh, um, it's going to be me chatting with her. Um, and then we're going to have a St. Patrick's Day themed episode after that. So get ready for an awesome, fun-filled March. And uh, tune in, you know, mon uh, not Mondays, Sundays and, and Thursdays. Um, and you know, be sure to, to share the podcast and, and share the love. Let's build this network. Thank you sure. all for, for tuning in and we'll see y'all next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs>